I like those mic checks. Riggy, riggy, riggy. <laughs> Welcome to the Thoughts on Digital podcast. Ideas and insight about the ever-changing world of digital marketing. How's it going, everybody? My name's Adam Levine, and today I'm sitting down with Rob Spierenberg, CEO and co-founder of All Things Media. And today we're going to be talking about augmented reality and the benefits it has in retail. How's it going, Rob? Good. No complaints. How are you doing, Adam? I'm doing pretty good. Um, you know, we we do a lot of uh, a lot of things here, and one of those things that we've been getting into is augmented reality. And mm-hmm. you know, obviously, being in the retail space ourselves, we know um, you know there's a lot of different applications that you know it, it can serve. Uh, so why don't you you know let's let's talk a little bit about some of those applications that sure. that are out there. Well, now. I mean, when we first started in augmented reality, it was really seen as kind of like a, a showpiece or kind of a something cool to pull out at a trade show. Sure. Um, and back then, you know, we, we were working with a you know a license called Mateo for this software that was like thirty thousand dollars per use. And and every single time you use it at a show, you needed a special key and all this stuff. Jeez. Um, we did we did some some demos for um, or some some trade show stuff for Striker, you know, the medical device space yep. and some things like that. And it was very interesting. And we've stayed up on it ever since. And obviously now, you know, stuff that used to cost a lot, of, you know, a lot is uh, open source. Anybody can can use it as long as you know you know what where to go and what to do. Sure. And so we've been leveraging a lot of this open source technology to bring augmented reality to our clients um, in a number of different ways. And you know the uses are just so broad for right. something like this. It, it really is very interesting. Um, you know when we we do a lot of R and D here, and when we we do our R and D, one of the big things that we look at as a company that deals with so many different types of clients, you know, automotive and and retail and, and children's entertainment and all these places, anytime that we find a technology that comes out that can benefit all of them, that's going to change the game for all of them, um, we, we, we take notice and we put a lot of effort into that. And augmented reality is certainly one of those technologies. It's yeah. going to have broad-reaching impacts on on every aspect of our society, everything from retail to how you buy a car or how you buy clothing to how children learn sure. um, and, and how uh, how we engage with tourism and any one of a million other things. Yeah, I think um, I thought that medical, was really interesting. Medical is, yeah. is a big one. And augmented reality isn't always exactly what you think of. You know, when I think of augmented reality, the first thing I think of is putting a screen in front of my face and seeing something that isn't really there. Mm-hmm. You know, whether that's geotag, or, you know, an object that it scans and, and it's, you know, putting an object in front of it like Pokemon does. Mm-hmm. Um, but augmented reality is really anything that actually augments your view of reality, right? Yeah. So one of those things that I, I saw recently was um, a medical device called AccuVane, and it's basically an infrared light that shines on your skin, and I guess they figured something out where, you know, um, the, the blood in your vein, flow. yeah, wow. the, the blood in your vein doesn't absorb the light as much as your skin does, and so it basically shadows all your veins. Wow, that's terrifying. It, it, it is, but <laughs> it's so much better than being, you know, um, pricked like 50 times and, you know, having sure. someone miss. Yeah. So that's Sort of, you know, it's it's not just for retail the the ability to, you know, have these for technologies. Sure. Do for sure, and and to your point, I mean, a lot of what we've seen so far has been these kind of screen based, phone based AR uh, experiences. But what you know, what's that's just the beginning, right? right. If you look at what Apple's doing, um, and and Android's doing, releasing these augmented reality kits, mm-hmm. they're they're slowly upping the feature set on augmented reality. It went from just pattern recognition, you could recognize like a, a marker, then to uh, marker recognition to pattern recognition, which was then recognized in a page or an image. Right. And now it's moving on to um, 
to plane recognition, recognizing surfaces, and that from there it goes to 3D object recognition, which is recognizing a 3D object in the real world, being able to tell when you see a car. You no, know, not just any car, this specific model, this yep. specific type, or recognize when you see a toy or, or what have you. There's three main frontiers in augmented reality, three things that need to kind of click into place to make it something that's in, you know, we see in our everyday lives. Mm -hmm. One is recognition, you know, doing object or 3D object recognition, the ability to recognize anything in the real world just by virtue of, of its its shape and form, right? right? Um, you know, that could be anything from a car to a toy to, you know, anything that you would see in your everyday life. The next one is the accessibility of augmented reality. So right now, you have to download an application on your phone to right. access it. And anytime you ask somebody to download something, um, we as consumers are very effort adverse. Right. Is a nice yeah, way of putting, putting it. You're putting a it's another way of right putting there. a nice way of putting <laughs> lazy. Lazy. But, yeah. but we're, we're effort adverse. <laughs> That's the, the same reason somebody likes to order products, you know, through through you know Amazon Echo. Sure. The same reason that you know one one click or one touch ordering has become a thing. Sure. We want to avoid anything that requires extra effort. Yep. And with app installation, that's a very big amount of effort for a digital consumer opening your phone you got to go all the way to the app store <laughs> you got to press the button you might have to verify you might something even have to, yeah, put a and then you got to wait for it to download it. oh man that's like that's like You've climbing kilimanjaro just tell, you know? just talking about um, it i'm exhausted so so that's that's a problem um, and so so that 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 second thing that we need to cross is um, web-based or web-enabled augmented reality where augmented reality comes into mobile web browsers um, and becomes a feature set of the web browsers. And it's already happening in li to a limited extent mm -hmm. in, in versions of Chrome. Um, but certainly Apple is going to release something um, like that as soon as they're, they're ready to kind of just break from, you know, the installable app. Right. And I think you're going to see, you know, augmented reality for web becoming a big thing in the coming years. And once you have that, now all you have to do is point your phone at something and it immediately will recognize it and bring up the AR content without installing, you know, or open a web sure. page that brings up sure. the AR content. And that's, um, that's, that's you know, the, the second frontier. And then the final is hardware. Because mm. right now we're all looking at it through our phones. It's cool. It's a window into another world, but it's not taking us into that world. Right. It's not fully immersing us. Right. And, and, you know, things like HoloLens, things like Magic Leap are steps in that direction towards a pair of glasses or something that, that you know, we'll just wear that will automatically pull us into that world and it'll become seamless. Sure. We don't have to pick up a phone. We don't have to install an app. We just look at something think about and it, we it see it. It just happens. Yeah. Exactly. And uh, I think you're going to see more and more than that. Now, now there's these rumors that Apple is is likely going to be releasing a pair of AR glasses. Really? Um, I didn't even hear that. Yeah, yeah. by 2020, there, there, there's people that are saying it's going to happen. Now, obviously, <laughs> it's all rumors right now. Sure. But some of the patents that they're filing, um, some of the things that they're doing all indicate that there's going to be a pair of glasses coming and that those glasses will be reliant on the phone in your pocket for the processing power. Which is another interesting point, right? Because right now, you know, a Hololens has this huge, you know, computer that sits in the back of your head. It's not glasses you're going to wear every day, right? Um, and if you think about it, it's a logical move for Apple. It's been a long time since they came out with that show-stopping technology that took the world by storm, right? And um, AR glasses are very Apple. They're in the wearable space. Right. They're in the, the AR space, obviously, mm -hmm. and they're in the the kind of you know stunning new tech space. And I think it's it stands to reason the with the ubiquity of their phones and the ubiquity of their their you know wearable devices like AirPods and and watches um, that that they would move into the AR space relatively soon. And everything yeah. that they're doing from a software standpoint seems to indicate that they're moving in that direction. Sure.
Bose is coming out with AR glasses, mm -hmm. and it's for spatial audio. So AR spatial audio, there's no, I guess, I don't think there's any visuals that come with it, but you can hear in... 360. 360. Yeah, you know? that's interesting. So and they're integrating they're integrating the their audio tech into a wearable. Right, and they're using their phone as you know GPS locator and to figure out where you know the audio is coming from. So when you turn, so that seems like you know very interesting. It really does. Yeah, yeah. and I mean. If you look at the AR landscape right now, there's so many uses of it that are already out there. A yep. lot of them people don't even know about. Like, for example, did you know <laughs> that if you open your Amazon app, there is a little camera there. And if you select that camera, there is an augmented reality section in the camera. And then you can shop by AR and actually put the, the, the elements in your home. Did you know that? I did. You with did that grin that. on my face. Ah. I, I did. And I uh, did it so once. Close. I did it once. It was um, for a backpack for my kid. And it had no practical reason for you know to do it other than I thought it was kind of cool. I saw a little thing. It said AR. And I said, what is that? Yeah. So now they're but also incorporated amazing. into the listings on your yeah. phone. So it says, you know, it's view right AR. Uh, they have it for microwaves, chairs, rugs, yep. all, all like a very wide range of device uh, of uh, products. And I find that interesting because they didn't they didn't you know say, hey, we're just going to try this out for rugs. They said, hey, let's this is everything. Let's, let's try it on everything and see how it does. Mm -hmm. um, so there's that. It's uh, also interesting that nobody like. No one really knows. Like, they they didn't even hype that up. Yeah. That's just a thing they're doing. They just kind of released it, and it's kind of a soft launch. Right? Yeah. They, they released it, and they're they're seeing who picks up on it, how many people actually use it, how many people come back to it. You know, right. they're, they're, they're not making a big deal out of it. They want to see, you know, because people will eventually find it on their own. Right. They want to see if it takes off on its own. Yeah. Which, um, I've used it a few times. It's uh, it's pretty interesting when it comes to home shopping. Yeah. And I think, um, you know, then, then if you look at, Retail, which is a big place for AR and, and something that we've got a, a very strong stance on. In retail, you've got Deluxe has a, and, and a bunch of the other paint manufacturers have, Home Depot's got have one too, AR yeah. things where you can paint your room. Mm -hmm. right? Then you've got, um, from a makeup standpoint, you know all, all of the major uh, makeup retailers have things where you can put the makeup on your face yep. virtually. You can do your nails, too. They, oh, yeah, Maybelline's got, Maybelline's oh, got an AR. Do. <laughs> um, you know, I, I mentioned, mentioned Amazon Converse, the ability to, like, try shoes on mm -hmm. virtually. Um, it's going to be a little while before fabric simulations get to the point where we can really try clothes like on in, in real yeah. time and see how it, how it lays on our frame sure. and stuff like that. But it's all, it's all happening, right? Um, it's already started. And I think when you look at retail... Um, augmented reality makes perfect sense. Yeah. Right. Um, what are the big, you know, drawbacks of retail from both a retailer side and from a customer side? Right. From a customer side, you know, you, you're trying to buy something online, but you really want to be able to to see it firsthand. Right. Yep. Um, you know, I'm going to buy a pair of of sneakers, Converse, and I want to see what they they they're going to look like. You know. You kind of know with Converse because you know you've tried Converse on. Sure, you know. if you know, you but, know. Um, but yeah, but, you, you're, but still, you, you want to try something on. You yeah. can, you know, get at least get a sense of what it's going to look like. Yep. Um, on your foot with using, you know, an AR app. And then if you're, you're talking about buying a piece of furniture, you want to get a feeling for how much space it takes up or what right. this rug's going to look like in my room. That It's extraordinarily helpful. And the bigger the purchase, the more expensive the purchase, the more luxury, the more of a risk you're taking, the more likely um, you are to want to be able to experience it in some way. And right. as we see online retail grow and consumers um, becoming more effort-adverse, 
Um, I think you're going to see people wanting more of these types of experiences. Now, from a retailer standpoint, what are the biggest drawbacks of online retail? Returns. Yep. Right? People purchase things. They send it back. The retailer pays for that shipping. Then they have to, you know, the packaging is messed up. They have to repackage it. They have to send them a replacement and so on and so forth. Eat a lot of costs, yeah. Exactly. And so from a retailer standpoint, anything that they can do, even the slightest thing, even if having an AR version of this, this, you know, shoe um, helps – you know, pull back on maybe you know one percent of returns. Sure. The the the, the cost versus benefit is is enormous. From a retail standpoint, an online retailer standpoint, it makes sense as well. Um, so I think you know it's a logical fit for retail. It's something that um, we're already seeing being adopted in a wide range of, of places and manners. And I think um, all that's really missing from that to make it mainstream and something that we use every day. Is you know the ability to just you don't you don't need an app you can just point your phone at something yeah. and see some some AR augmentation of it or you're shopping on a website and they say hey do you want to see this in AR you say yes bang you've and got it right there in. Yep. I think we're going to see that um, soon yeah you know relatively soon yeah well, what's what's soon because there's soon in regular life right and then there's right. soon in technology speak I would right. say soon in regular life speak like, okay like, so like five like years two to five. Yeah. Right. It all depends. It depends on what Apple does, because if they really no, do yeah, come right. out with this headset in 2020, I think we're going to see it a lot sooner than yep. anybody expected. Yep. Because, you know, that's 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 a big thing. You know, you know, you've had, you know, uh, watches, smart watches were around before Apple, you know. Yeah. And but, then but Apple, wide, and Apple yeah. comes in and Bang. smart watches are everywhere. Yeah. Wireless headphones were around Same before thing. the AirPod. Mm-hmm. They came out with it. Is it just me? <laughs> or is every kid, all of a sudden, they've been out for a couple of years. Yeah, yeah, all yeah. of a sudden, it's funny because I, I had AirPods. Yeah. Like right after they came out because I'm a tech dork and mm-hmm. Apple I'm like, oh, <laughs> I got to get them. And I got them. And my daughter was making fun of me because I was wearing them at like one of her volleyball sure, tournaments. Sure, sure. And here you shoot, shoot forward a year. And her entire team is wearing AirPods in between sets at the volleyball tournament. Uh-huh. And, you know, I got I got cred, street cred for, you know, being there first. But right. it's just funny to me how they make fun of you for it one minute. Mm-hmm. And the next minute, it's just widely adopted. And yeah, I think some, yeah. AirPods really came into the mainstream in the, in the past few months. And I think, um, or maybe past year. And I, I think same is, is happening with Apple Watch. And I think it's, it's. It's just a logical jump that a, a set of AR glasses will come soon. Yeah, and if I think Apple's gonna... been slower in getting there because they want to make sure that the technology is right when they do. Sure, because they don't want to go the Google Glass route. Right, right. Where um, it's it's an innovative leap forward, but it's a little bit too far for for everybody. You yeah, know, yeah. Like, well, the Google Glass bit... thing was a perfect example of a technology that was released well before its time. Sure, it wasn't ready. Sure. It didn't look cool, and then the and because <laughs> of all of that stuff, the people that started wearing them right off the bat, you know, were they were, caught a were, lot of flack. They caught a lot of flack, but they were also you know the people that were super tech enthusiasts, which is you know it seems to be a certain type of person, of course, which became the advertisement for Google Glass, right? Um, which you know immediately kind of shut, alienated. shut the world out. Yeah, yeah shut and off. Then the then you have terms it. like glass holes. Yeah, you know which. <laughs> Which didn't help the case because it's Which, just so perfectly <laughs> like like positioned to just completely just tear the product line down. But I think um, the most important thing in a pair of AR specs for Apple is going to be that they don't look like AR specs. Right. I think Google Glass was right. cool, but it, anybody wearing it, you're like, what's this guy wearing? You know, right. They're going to need to come out with a pair of glasses that that look functional, look cool, and don't stand out too hard. Yeah, and frankly, look you know like multiple styles. 
because that's oh, yeah. that's another thing. Well, that's right what now. they did with the watch, right? And everybody, you know, there's there's a there are a couple of AR glasses out there right now mm-hmm. that you know will be forgotten in an hour, you know, as soon as Apple comes out with theirs. But right now, the reality is, you know, those companies are smaller and they don't have the ability to pump out six different lines, mm-hmm. you know, of glasses or four different versions or even two. So they're putting one out there, and all their eggs are in that one well, basket. Yeah, if you don't like that style. I think I think the the biggest downside too of, of AR glasses that have come out so far um, is the bulkiness of the headpiece, right? Mm-hmm. Like Hololens, you know, was immediately put as like, okay, this is industrial use because right. it, it looks like a giant looks headpiece. It does. Yeah. It's not something you're going to wear in your everyday life. Right. Um, you know, now Magic Leap's gone a step closer by taking a, the CPU unit and putting it on your waist. Right. The headset's lighter, it's right. more fun, but it's but not, now we've still gone not back something. in time, and now we're wearing disc men. <laughs> yeah, yeah, now, yeah. <laughs> we're wearing disc men, and we're and we're rocking like uh, you know like weird bug glasses. <laughs> you know the the glasses are very retro as well. They went with a very interesting stylistic choice there. Yeah, and I can only imagine it was influenced some some way by the tech, right? The, the way the headset looks, right? But it's it's. But, it, these are the steps we need to take, though. Exactly. You know, and, and I'm glad I don't have to fit the bill for the $22 billion industry that they have to create to get us there. Yeah, and that's that's the, the funny thing is, you know, on some level, I've been like, why is Apple not pushing into this space sooner? But they're just waiting. They? Exactly. They're waiting for everybody else to do what they do. And they're, they're um, the initial thought that, you know, the phone is going to do the work and the glasses are really just going to display and communicate with the phone, mm-hmm. that completely eliminates... A, a lot of the work on the head head unit side. Oh yeah, all, all it needs to do. I'm saying, like, all it's it a, needs to do is just all, be a receiver. All it needs to do is, you know, yeah. be able to scan the world around it, see everything, <laughs> figure out what everything is. But beyond display, that, display, display, <laughs> you know, 3D imagery and over your eyes and a, you know, lens this far from your eye and communicate HD, you know, back and forth with I mean, the phone. But you know, other than that, other than that, it's pretty you know, straightforward. Yeah, yeah. You know, other than that, it's basically. But that's know. that's. I mean, in general, though, that that whole idea of let other people figure this out and fail, and then Apple comes in and fixes it. Is their whole mo? I mean, from from the iPod, you to know, the phone. I mean, there the was phone. phone. There was smartphones up. There was the I, there was music player. There were MP3 players. I had one. I loved uh-huh. it. And then Apple came around. And I had said, I had I had a, a touchscreen smartphone years before the iPhone came out. It was like a Samsung. I think it was a Samsung, like like screen phone with a sure. little pen. Sure, sure. And I was like so into it, but it was god awful. Sure. And they they just perfected it. Um, exactly. So that's you know it, it's it's the trend, and that's exactly the right. It's where it's going to yeah. go. But I think when it does go there, you know, a couple of things will be for sure. If Apple does it right, which they will, um, it'll you know Apple just shoot up again, even more than they already are. You know. Um, I think that we'll start seeing it in our everyday lives. And and once Apple does it, then obviously, you know, Android will come out with something comparable. And I'm, I'm sure that both of them are working on it diligently. So it should be really interesting to see what happens with it. So from our perspective and from our client's perspective, what all of this means is that we are pushing our clients um, to, to embrace AR-friendly practices, right? And what I mean by that is is for a true, you know, augmented reality experience. Ideally, you have real-time rendered assets, um, which are, you know, 3D models that can be displayed on, you know, kind of low processing power devices right. or, and, and rendered in real time. So right. that you can walk around them, view them for any angle, basically video game assets. So for anybody that has a product, we're encouraging them to build out these libraries of assets. 
And then obviously we're continuing to, to work with any client where it makes sense in, in doing AR augmentations. Like for McGraw-Hill, we're building out um, augmented reality companions to, to textbook figures yep. where you, you point the app at the, the page, you see the human cell floating above the page, you mm-hmm. can tear it apart and break apart the pieces and do activities and things like that, which is a really immersive way. You know, I, I keep thinking about dissecting frogs in high school mm-hmm. and how much that probably costs the science department every year. In sure. Term, and, and not to mention the insurance, you know, giving a bunch of kid knives. You know, I feel like they don't even do that anymore. <laughs> but now you can do it virtually. Right. And all the kid needs is a phone. Right. And when you think about what was available to us sure. back then and the, the experiences and what's going to be avail- what's available now and right. what's going to be available in a few years, it's mind boggling. Oh, yeah. Um, the impact that augmented reality, virtual reality, these, these types of experiences are going to have. On, on the world yep. um, in pretty much every aspect, every industry, every facet of our lives. Yeah, these are these are exciting times, huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm I'm uh, I'm pumped to be in, in the industry, and I'm excited to be um, part of of this kind of technological revolution, and have been for the past twenty years. It's funny, back when we started, we were doing Flash. Yep, and we were like, uh, oh man, look at how far it's come. We're giving <laughs> CD ROMs with textbooks right. now that have this cool interactive right. features with them. And now, you know, here we are 20 years later, and it just hasn't stopped. Every step of the way, you know, smartphones and tablets and VR and, and AR and, and all of the technological advancements that we've seen over the, the past 20 years, every time something like this happens, we're like, wow, you know, this is amazing. It's, 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 it's crazy. Yep. You know, things are changing so fast. And then they change faster. It's gone and so <laughs> far so fast. Yeah. yeah. Makes but, you really wonder where we're going to be in about five. Yeah. And that's pretty much what we spend all of our time here doing. Pretty much, yeah. You know, <laughs> is, is wondering and preparing. And trying to stay like just, just a hair step above, you know, or, yeah. or ahead. Yeah. That's well, a uh, cool place to be. Very nice. Well, thanks for taking the time to talk to me. Yeah, you're welcome. Ideas always go further when they're shared. If you enjoyed the show, leave us a review on iTunes or drop us a comment on YouTube. Let us know what you think about today's topic. We'd love to hear your thoughts on it. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you next week.